Welcome to Essential Insights, a podcast for healthcare professionals. My name is Cassidy, and I'm your podcast host for the Hospice and Home Care Webinar Network. Today, I'll be speaking with Diane Link about her scoring and developing PIPs package. Diane Link is Managing Principal at Alec Inc., and she has over 30 years of home health and hospice experience. She is a recognized expert in hospice and home health regulations and has served as part of the education faculty for NAHC, VBP, and PDGM workforce. Thank you so much for coming on with us today, Diane. Hi, and welcome. I'm so glad to be here with you. Awesome. Thank you. So we're just going to get started on these questions so everybody can get excited about this new package. Great. Um, so can you give us a brief overview of what you'll be covering in the Scoring and Developing PIPs package? Sure. So I'm really excited about this uh, podcast, or oh, sorry, this webinar also, because um, it is something that I feel all hospice agencies need to know more about. So when we start out in our first se session, we will be looking at an overview of the hospice care index, uh, how the agencies can access their individual reports, when then we're going to discuss uh, what a QAPI performance improvement project documentation will look like. Then as we go further into our series, we're going to be talking on our first one about specific hospice care index indicators, and it will include the rationale of the indicator, how CMS is using the scoring, and then we will continue with looking at what we can do to audit for these indicator and also for interventions that your agency can put into place to improve your score. Awesome. So why is knowing your agency's hospice care index so score so important and how does it impact each individual agency? So the thing that everyone needs to remember is that the hospice care index score is a uh, published score that will be out on the hospice compare and it's going to be a score in between one and ten. And this scoring can be used uh, to evaluate agencies on their quality, um, specifically looking at, you know, what processes that are in place that they're using. And of course, because it is publicly out there, referral sources and your patients can be looking at this and using this as a way to choose which agency they want to go with. And we also need to remember that our payers that are out there are looking to partner with the best hospice agencies. And, you know, this is one of the things that they can use to help evaluate their choices. Okay, so this is a really important thing then, especially if it's going to come down to how people are viewing them as an agency overall. So definitely something people need to be aware of and actually looking into. So who should attend these two sessions and how will it benefit them? So uh, clinicians and leaders both should be attending these webinars. Uh, we will be looking at the HCI in depth and also then how to incorporate QAPI performance improvements in each one of the indicators. And clinicians need to understand what these indicators are because they are going to be the ones that will be implementing these interventions that we are going to have to use to improve our outcomes. 
so I think it's really important for both clinicians and leaders to sit in and learn more about these. Yeah. And can you give like an example about how someone is going to be able to kind of elevate their program just based on some of the teachings that you're going to give in this program? Sure. So for example, uh, one of the uh, hospice care index scores is related to um, timely or, or dis- transfers and discharges. So they're looking at uh, what they call burdensome transfers, which would be patients that go to a hospital, you know, whether it's through a revocation or through a transfer, um, whatever happens, they get discharged, and then they come back to the hospitals within one or two days. Well, this is um, what is considered a burdensome transfer. So when clinicians are and agencies are looking at what you know, what's happening with revocations, what's happening with live discharges, you know, this indicator is going to start showing up out there for the public to see. So when we uh, talk about this in the webinar, we'll be looking at, you know, what can we do to help reduce the number of these transfers, whether they're transfer discharges or transfers and um, patient may, may dies while they're at that hospital. Uh, CMS is really cracking down on looking at um, this transfer uh, discharging type process um, as a real high quality issue. And that totally makes sense just because, you know, you when someone's in hospice, you really want to keep them there. So, I mean, it makes sense. Right. Right. I mean, it, it, to me, it's a very um, core aspect of hospice is that they can get their um, symptom management in the place where they reside, you know, at home. Uh, and, you know, we need to be looking at, an in, as an industry, you know, what's happening here? Why do we have so many of these patients maybe that are going back? And um, a lot of times it comes down to education and educating the patient and the family and the caregivers on everything that we can do. And that's the kind of things that I'll be going over in the webinar. Well, thank you so much. I think this gave us a great insight into what you'll be covering in the package. And for everyone that's listening, if you enjoyed today's podcast, you could register for Scoring and Developing PIPs package by using the registration link in the episode notes. Be sure to follow us on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, or your favorite podcast platform for the next episode of Essential Insights. Before I close the podcast, I'd like to thank our state association partners, Diane Link, Alec Inc., and you, the listener. Be safe and take care.